Sheila Zielinski Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this Wednesday, October 5th, 2016 edition. Don't forget to add me on social media. I want to remind people to do that. As I do put out a lot of information, posts, and upcoming guests as well on my social media. So like me on Facebook and Twitter and also my YouTube channel. You can actually go right to the top of WeCanVigilante.com. On the pink bar at the very top right, the social media icon direct links are there. So do add me there. I'm not going to do a tremendously long show today. I'm getting ready to do a show with Carla We're going to be pre-recording it right away, but I do want to weigh in on a couple of things, and then I want you at the end of this to stand in prayer with me. There are a lot of things that we collectively as Christians need to be standing in agreement in prayer. Well, you know how I feel about the power of prayer. Remember what God says, the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much, so how much more would it availeth if we all prayed together So we will pray at the end of this program. Listen, last night was a train wreck for Tim Kaine. If you saw the vice president debates, you will know that it was a clown show. I put together a small clip. Let's have a listen. Clinton had a private server in her home that had classified information on it about drone strikes. Emails from the president of the United States of America were on there. Her private server was subject to being hacked by foreign powers. I'd like to ask you about Syria, We could put cybersecurity first if we just make sure the next secretary of state doesn't have A full investigation concluded that not one reasonable prosecutor would take any additional step. You don't get to decide the, the rights and wrongs of this. We have a justice system that does that. And a Republican FBI director did an investigation. And con- Hillary Clinton, would, the, you asked the trustworthy question at the very beginning. The reason Governor, the people don't trust out. Hillary Clinton is because they are looking at the pay-to-play politics that she operated with the Clinton Foundation through a Governor, private please. server while she's You're Secretary of State. And they're saying enough is enough. The interruptions were absolutely atrocious. Pence was interrupted, what, 72 times. The moderator, Quiana, was atrocious as far as I'm concerned. She was just another Lester the Lousy Lemming Holt in a skirt as far as I'm concerned. It was so glaringly, obviously one-sided. Where do we get these liberal commentators? I don't know, but it was actually really embarrassing to listen to Kane's scummy one-liner zingers that he was so proud of. The guy was absolutely the most arrogant, rude, petty, little, creepy, pot-bellied pedophile. I don't know. This guy is creepy, isn't he? This Tim Kane, he looks like the Twilight Zone dummy. Remember that creepy puppet? Ugh. 
Well, anyway, if you watched last night, well, it's kind of like Hillary did at the debate. Remember, that's what I called trumped-up, trickled-down economics. You see what I did there? Way to power through those zingers, Hillary. I mean, come on. It was so scripted. It was so corny. It was so ridiculous. It's kind of ironic that in a presidential race where Hillary Clinton has sought to disqualify Trump over his temperament, her running mate, Tim Kaine, why don't they take a look at his own demeanor? It's Tim the Clown Kane that's facing the mounting fallout. There's an absolute Twitter storm on what an absolute lousy job this guy did. Way to pick him, Hillary. He was a lousy senator from Virginia. He was the governor of Virginia. He was the lieutenant governor of Virginia and the mayor of Richmond. And guess what? He was lousy in all of it. He's a typical Harvard Law School grad, I can tell you that. A typical old-fashioned liberal Jesuit. And don't get me started on his abortion, birth control, and sex education position. Staunch Roman Catholic, right. Yeah, I'm sure he made you Catholics proud. Strong support of Roe versus Wade. Oh, I see. He's personally against abortion as a Catholic, but largely inclined to keep the law out of women's reproductive decisions. I see. I see how that works. Well, let's not flip-flop here, Kane. You're a strong supporter of Roe versus Wade. Kane promotes his Catholicism. Yet again, he's staunchly pro-abortion. The shocking inconsistency is actually why Kane showed up to the debate and was immediately met by abortion protests and Catholics. Kane doesn't believe all life is sacred and worth protecting. You know why? Because Planned Parenthood has helped fund him and his pal Hillary's decades of campaigns. These are career politicians. Gee, I wonder why Catholic protesters traveled hundreds of miles to tell Cain he's given their faith a bad name. Why? Because Cain, who identifies as Catholic, flip-flops on the Hyde Amendment. He's fallen in line with Hillary Clinton's pro-abortion agenda. And it's pretty clear that a Hillary Clinton White House would appoint the most pro-abortion Supreme Court justices possible, big proponent of unrestricted access to abortion. Let's not forget that Clinton herself called Tim Kaine a terrible choice for VP in 2008. That's right. In a book about the 2008 presidential elections, Clinton herself, she's quoted as saying in the book, it's called Game Change. She characterizes Kane as, and I quote, a terrible choice. You got to love these lying flip-floppers, don't you? And speaking of lying flip-floppers, Bill Clinton wasn't really too much help. The Clinton camp was dealing with a one-two punch the day after Bill Clinton undercut his wife's health care messages by criticizing the crazy Obamacare system. Well, Clinton didn't do Hillary any favors, and either did Baby Kane Timmy. That's my new nickname, Baby Kane. Is that the biggest issue we face? Is Putin a dictator, really? I don't know. I'm kind of liking the fact that Putin's Russia. They don't put up with all this crap. They don't do gay parades. They don't put up with abortion. They don't put up with pornography. So, hmm, at least Putin protects religious and moral values in Russia. Unlike the West, the West has no morals. Even Putin has made a comment about that. I've heard Putin defending Christian culture, Western values, and condemning political correctness defending anti-LGBT laws. And we know he's not afraid to say 
radical Islam. And despite these mainstream minion bobble-headed clowns out there that tell you that Putin is attacking Christianity, that's actually false information. And now let's talk a little bit about Pence. Calm, cool, collected, measured, showed off his preparation with that presidential showdown, fending off a slashing, interrupting, rude caricature of an opponent. I think the Indiana governor did pretty good. Even CNN polls, and you know how they feel about Trump, they agreed that Pence won. So in the immediate aftermath, you got to admit, Kane was the main topic on Twitter looking like the total clown that he was. He could just not stop interrupting Pence. He was whiny. He was like screechy, pitchy, like this little spoiled little schoolgirl. Pence, on the other hand, totally opposite. Class act all the way. Cool, even-tempered, presidential, in other words. Let's not forget Pence is quoted as saying, I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. I was glad to see Pence beat Kane over the head with the Russian reset, Clinton's email scandal, the Clinton Foundation. I love the fact that he brought up the deplorables issue and the pay-to-play. I thought he did excellent despite the one-sided opposition coming from both the Twilight Zone puppet. I'm telling you what, if Harvey Corman and the Twilight Zone puppet had a baby, that would be Tim Kaine, wouldn't it? Pence could barely get a sentence in without either the moderator interrupting or, like I said, Tim Kaine. Let's face it, there's nothing in Kaine's performance that showed he could remotely act like a president. Pence aced that test last night, and I was very glad to see that. What a total class act. And I think that must say a lot about Donald Trump to select a running mate as this guy. It's not like Donald Trump is not being attacked all over. Who else attacked him just this week? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, my favorite global greenie, made a remark in a speech at the White House saying basically he thinks that those who don't believe in climate change, well, they should not hold public office. Well, thank you, Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank you, the high priest for Gaia, leading your pagan death cult. Thank you for weighing in on that, sir. You know, if you don't believe in climate change and you don't believe in facts and science and empirical truth, said Leo, in my humble opinion, you shouldn't be allowed to hold office. Wow. Well, we can be assured Sheila Zelinsky will never hold office. Being a staunch climate denier that she is, I guess I don't believe in facts, science, or empirical truths. Well, I'm glad you told me, Leo. I value your opinion greatly. Speaking of the Gaia-loving pagan death cult, speaking of the Green Gospel, did you see the article in The Hill? The United Nation makes power play against Trump. International governments have actually made a play against Trump by ratifying an international climate deal earlier than expected. So effectively, well, they think they're preventing him from canceling the deal as he's promised to do. Yesterday, the European Union decided to join the Paris climate deal and push it over the threshold for ratification to formally take effect in 30 days. Remember that President Obama committed to the United States to reduce its emissions by 28% by 2025 as part of the deal. The agreement is non-binding. Trump has opposed the Paris deal since before the United Nations meeting 
on the matter in December, but their position now is that once the deal takes effect, the United States can't back out of the plan or force changes to it for at least four years. Trump would have the power to shape a lot of American policy in other ways, including by nominating a ninth justice to the Supreme Court. That's something a person has to look at because the high court is likely to decide the fate of Obama's biggest climate change regulation likely in its next term. So if a court does strike down the rule, well, the U.S. might have a hard time meeting its commitments under the Paris deal. And I'm sure you can all just imagine how Sheila feels on the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Paris, COP21, UNFCCC. Oh, yeah. I lay that out in my book, Green Gospel, remember? Spent quite a lot of time on it. They're saying they passed the climate change deal. Obama says it's effective in 30 days. I guess we'll see about that, won't we? Lord, help us. Well, and speaking of the Lord, listen, I came under an incredible amount of attack. In fact, I had uh, a lot of people emailing me saying, what kind of a witch am I to put a prayer on Facebook? Some of the comments after I did post a prayer that I specifically designed for America mostly, but also Trump, because Trump is coming under a lot of witchcraft, you have to admit it. So I came under incredible attack, an incredible barrage of just every demon was out in full swing on a post I did of a customized prayer that I did for America and Donald Trump. And I believe that we have to stand together in prayer. We don't want to just talk about these issues all day long. We need to do something about it. That's part of my program is not just discuss the news behind the news, prophecy, and the deeper things of God, but also provide solutions. And the Bible has solutions for us as believers. As you know, I'm a big proponent of prayer. Huge proponent of the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. We need to be praying together. Our prayers collectively can change everything. I would like you to stand in agreement. I'm going to first pray a prayer for America. And we're going to pray for Donald Trump. And we're also going to come against that hurricane. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you now and we exercise the power that you've given us. We come against the power of the spirit of the witch, the wizard, the warlock, the witch doctor working against Mr. Trump. We come against the devil's campaign, a Saul Alinsky supporter who's promoted the shedding of innocent blood everywhere and the absolute demonic activity. We suffer the witch not to live. In the name of Jesus, we bind and break the power of every spirit from the kingdom of darkness, working against Trump and his campaign, working against Mike Pence. We break the power of every word spoken curse being spoken against these men. We send out the mighty warring angels to scramble the plans and the assignments that the enemy has for Donald Trump. We break the power of every word spoken curse being spoken against them. We send out the mighty warring angels to cancel the assignments the enemy has for them. Satan, we bind you, rebuke you, and render you powerless over Trump's life in this presidential election. We assign mighty angels to stand shoulder to shoulder around Trump to guard and protect him so no evil can penetrate. Give him keen discernment and wisdom that he might be as wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove. And we now thank you, Father, for turning every curse that would come against him into a blessing for our good and your glory. Father, tonight we pray for America. We come against terroristic acts and unholy activity and we bind the threat of war 
the strong man of war and the evildoers trying to invoke war. We come against nuclear threats and attacks. We come against violence and destruction in our nation. We bind the strong man over this nation in the spirits of spiritual blindness. We loose the spirit of holiness over all bound areas. We bind the strong man over terroristic groups and religious violence. We break their power in Jesus' name. We break the power of the spirit of the prince, the power of the air that works in the children of disobedience. We come against murder, that spirit of murder, suicide, death, destruction, hatred, murder, retaliation, and we forbid them to operate. Right now, we speak confusion to the enemy's camp, and we bind and break their communication lines. In fact, we send out the warring angels to cancel the enemy's plans for war, and we cause the enemy to turn on itself leaving none standing. In Jesus' name, we bind all the evil spirits of the Illuminati, the Trilateral Commission, the New World Order, the Freemasons, the CFR, Marxism, Radical Islam, Communism, the Federal Reserve System, and the Banking Cabal, the United Nations, the President, Congress, the Supreme Court, and Judicial System, all levels of military and all departments of the government. We bind lawlessness and we loose the spirit of repentance over America. We loose truth, love, peace, loyalty to God, honor, strength, blessing, wisdom, knowledge, and favor into America. Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit on this nation and revival. And Father, lastly, we thank you for giving us dominion over the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, the cattle, and over every creeping thing and over all the earth. We exercise dominion now with this approaching hurricane. We bind all damaging winds, damaging hail, damaging lightning, flooding, the formation of the actual hurricane, all of it. We bind the death and destruction in the name of Jesus. We assign mighty angels to go now and stand around those areas that are said to be affected. We bind up those weather prognosticators that keep speaking how Florida and Georgia are going to brace for Hurricane Matthew. No, we bind that in the name of Jesus. Father, even that skull image of the Hurricane Matthew was spooky on the internet. We come against that in the name of Jesus Christ. We come against that storm in the name of Jesus Christ. We say, peace be still to the storm in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that we can let our requests be made known to you. We stand together in agreement, and we thank you for it. We believe it. We receive it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow on the program, Carla Butad is going to join me. It's going to be a fantastic show. Thank you for taking the time to tune into the program. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.